Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of May 6th through May 12th, 2013. Vulnerability activity for the period remained below previous heightened levels. The highlights for the period included new vulnerabilities reported in Adobe Cold Fusion and Oracle Java, and an additional Microsoft Security Advisory with a work workaround for a new Internet Explorer vulnerability. Other significant vulnerabilities and security advisories included multiple vulnerabilities in EMC AlphaStore, Avamar, and Documentum products, and in RSA Archer EGRC products. Nginx.org released an advisory and updated software for a stack-based buffer overflow vulnerability in Nginx web server. Separate from this new vulnerability, uh, multiple sources are also reporting the Linux CDORC Trojan is now spreading through Nginx and LightHttp web servers. While some may not be familiar with the Nginx web server, it's currently rated as having the third largest web server market share uh, behind Apache and Microsoft IIS, with over 100 million active sites. Uh, this is based on uh, Netcraft web server surveys. In related web server activity, White Hat released its most recent web server vulnerability survey showing a decline in serious web server vulnerabilities, but the survey also indicated that many continue to have serious vulnerabilities. Cisco released one security advisory and an accompanying uh, applied mitigation bulletin and three security notices. For upcoming activity, Microsoft released the Security Bulletin Advance Notification for May 2013, including 10 security bulletins with two rated critical for Windows and Internet Explorer, and the eight others rated important for Windows, .NET Framework, Microsoft Link, uh, Microsoft Office, and Microsoft Security Essentials. Adobe also announced security updates for Acrobat and Reader that will also be released on Tuesday, May 14, 2013. IntelliShield published 106 events last week, 74 new events, and 32 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the physical risk management category. Researchers from the security firm Silence demonstrated a compromise of the building management systems at the Google Sydney Australia office. The firm reported that they'd exploited a six-month-old known vulnerability in the Tritium Niagara framework, which is used by hundreds of thousands of organizations to manage such systems as HVAC, alarms, lighting, fire, security, and access controls, elevators, and other property management controls. In related activity, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security released a warning for U.S. companies about the increased risk of cyber attacks on control systems. While industrial control and SCADA systems are often thought to impact only a limited group of industries using these systems in their production plants, the control systems actually impact nearly every business and building, homes, and a variety of property management systems. As more and more of these systems are deployed and their management systems are connected to the Internet for remote administration and monitoring, the lack of security and vulnerabilities in these systems are exposed to anyone with Internet access. 
This event also demonstrated the problems with updating and patching these systems, which continue to challenge the system vendors and operators. All organizations should perform a risk analysis of these systems and either implement processes to manage them or disable the Internet access until they can be secured. Owners of these systems must also consider the potential risk exposure when considering a smartphone or similar application for remote access of their systems. Moving on to the legal risk management category. The National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, uh, released a special publication, 800-53 Revision 4, also known as the Core Computer Security Guide. This most recent update of the document follows Revision 3, last updated in early 2010. New policies and practices in the document govern evolving technologies and risks such as cloud services, mobile computing, and advanced persistent threats. The Core Computer Security Guide may be most relevant for U.S. government organizations or businesses that supply government organizations and may have policies that require following practices described in the guide. However, the guide contains a wealth of security practices applicable to many organizations unrelated to the U.S. government. And next, in the Identity Risk Management category... The U.S. Federal Trade Commission announced an investigation focused on data broker practices that may violate the U.S. Fair Credit Reporting Act. The investigation focused on Internet services that provide online background checks and credit checks uh, regarding how that collected information is handled, reported, and stored. The investigation found roughly 20% of those services may be in violation of the FCRA. And in odd related activity, media in the United Kingdom are reporting an offer to sell the personal data of 27 million mobile phone customers to the Metropolitan Police Service. As we've seen in multiple reports, the volume of personal data available and for sale is staggering, including both legitimate services and criminal operations. As the FTC investigation shows, there are laws protecting how organizations can use this data, not only in the United States, but across the globe, as well as existing and increasing regulatory and compliance requirements that dictate how businesses must handle sensitive personal data. Businesses are well aware of these requirements, and it's good to see the FTC and other government agencies attempting to enforce these laws. As we reported in the Cisco 2013 Annual Security Report, we expect the trend of increased investigation, enforcement, and prosecutions. Organizations and businesses that might use these online services for employment checks or other services should consider the potential impact if these services are found to be in violation of these laws. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category... While Syria dropped off the internet for about 20 hours, in an apparent unrelated action, the domain registrar Network Solutions seized over 700 Syrian-registered domains under international trade sanctions. Network Solutions marked the seized domains with OFAC holding in reference to the U.S. Department of the Treasury Office of Foreign Assets Control. The seizure appears to have been performed independently by Network Solutions as the registrar and not in conjunction with other U.S. government law enforcement agencies or investigations. The domains seized included those registered to the Syrian Electronic Army, 
which is a hacktivist group recently responsible for the hacking of multiple Twitter accounts, and the Syrian Computer Society, which has multiple internet management functions in Syria and has been indicated as having close ties with the Syrian government and security organizations. The only identified explanation for the Syrian drop from the internet was a report of a fiber cable cut, which does not seem likely considering the multiple fiber networks entering and exiting Syria. There have been previous events where Syrian domains and activity dropped off the internet with little explanation, and the drop does not appear to be related to the network solutions domain seizure. The seizure is important in itself, as it's reported to be based on the international trade sanctions against Syria, which do include the registering of domains. It may be challenged by Syria, but there are currently no reports of pending legal challenges. While the physical and cyber hostilities continue in Syria, the Internet has played a central role in military and opposition forces communications, uh, disinformation operations, malicious code attacks targeting opposition forces, and attempts to identify and locate those forces using geolocation information. The Syrian situation is giving many what might be considered the first glimpse into what Uh, could be actual cyber warfare operations where two opposing forces are attempting to use the internet in a variety of methods to influence the physical ground military engagements. As those capabilities continue to be developed across the globe by multiple governments, uh, those governments are also developing their playbooks on how the internet and cyber operations could be used with possible lessons learned from Syria. International organizations have now also entered the developing cyber operations with the seizure of the domains, uh, raising further questions of how the Internet could be involved in future sanctions or actions. With these continuing developments, the most serious questions for the larger community are the potential for collateral damage and what the impact could be, as well as measures to prevent, mitigate, or respond to that impact. Most of these questions are currently unknowns, but the developing situation in Syria may provide some insights. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.